Ladies and gentlemen, before we start this episode, just like to let you know, we have a new sponsor here at the Sample Hour. This podcast is also now brought to you by Nature's Image Farm. You go to Facebook and search Nature's Image Farm, or you just click on a link in the show notes. You can actually pre-order some craft meats. So Greg Burns, who's already been on the podcast, they they do uh, forest-fed, um, you know, forest-raised, beyond organic craft pig, craft chicken, and craft turkey. Right now, they're currently taking orders for chicken and Thanksgiving turkeys. Um, so whole chickens and Thanksgiving turkeys. Now, this is if you're in Ohio. So, Greg, I did ask Greg if they shipped out. He said he really prefers to keep this in Ohio. So, if you're in Ohio and you're interested, uh, go to Nature's Image Farm on Facebook and Facebook message them. Their website will be up soon. I'm going to have a link for the the Facebook page as of right now. Um, And then once he gets his website done, there'll be a website on the on there'll be a link on the website um also if you like confrey greg grows uh both kinds of confrey so there's would i i still don't know a ton about confrey and he actually has a third kind of confrey that should be ready soon um so if you go there and you actually message him for the confrey he will ship the confrey anywhere so it's, I think that's pretty cool. So he has Bocking 4 and 14 available now. And then uh, Aficionol available next year. So, guys, do that. Thanks again for tuning in. There's other sponsors, too. But we, Scott and I, actually discuss them. So I hope you guys enjoy this podcast, and I will talk to you soon. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Failing Forward, the Profitable Urban Farming Accountability Podcast, also known as Scott. What it Puff is. App? Oh yeah, I'm one of your hosts. I'm I am Drew Sample or at your Sample on Twitter and Instagram. You can also follow my farm that I don't tweet or do any IG stuff with or posts. Capital City Gardens. That will change shortly, though. I'm going to have some cool videos coming out soon. Anyways, I'm joined by my co-host. You interrupted last week, Scott. I was expecting you to interrupt this week. No, I was waiting for you. I was. I wanted that good intro. Okay. I just wanted to. Right, yeah, you can, right. yeah, you can. You can build me up a little bit. All right, let's do that. I am joined by. You may know him as the owner and operator of Flavorful Farms. That's right. It's spelled weird with. With an O U instead of just F L V F L V F L A V O R. I don't even know how to spell flavorful. I'm not I don't know. Lie. It's with an F. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, he's been on the Permaculture Voices podcast pretty soon for the second time after you guys hear that. But he was on season one of Pro- of the Urban Farmer with Curtis Stone, Diego Footer. He was my friend. And brother out in San Diego, Mr. Scott Hebert. Thanks for joining me as usual, Scott. Sup, dog? Not too much, man. Uh, how'd your week go? Um, it was good. I think we got a. I think I got, got a couple of little things to say before we get into this episode. Um, the first thing is that um, I think we should put a time limit on how long we're going to do this podcast for, okay. because we can't be trying to build our businesses for like five years. Oh, you know what I mean. How long do we want to do this podcast for? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I think well, this yeah, has value. I, I, I think this has value for like two, three seasons, kind of max. Yeah, and then my plan was is that it would just evolve into you and I interviewing people together. Oh yeah, totally. I think that we can do something different yeah. afterwards. I think that's a. I think eventually, real possibility. if you play your cards right, you just might be the co-host of the sample hour. Oh, boom. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I kind of think something like that too, right? But I think that we just need to. I was kind of thinking, I kind of like constraints on things because it just makes it more like real. Because when I was talking to Diego, I told him, I was like, man, if this doesn't like work, I'm just going to like have my yard as a hobby and I'm fine with it being a hobby. But that means I have very real constraints on like that I'm going to try this for like three years. You know what I mean? 
Like if it doesn't, yeah. if I can't be profitable in like three years and be free from my job in three years, I think that I'll probably quit. <laughs> like realistically, no, that I makes sense. I'm- but I just want to point something out. So something that uh, you know, as we've talked about before, I was in the MLM or network marketing business, and something that like, and and the only reason I bring it up is because like most people, it it has a very negative connotation because your chance of actually making money are very small. However. I got a hell of a business education from that, and that's why ultimately, like, I have a career in sales now, and why I'm doing what I'm doing today. But something that a leader shared with me was give give anything you do two years, and give it you know your full effort for two years, and then do a you know do do some you know pros and cons, and see if it's still worth it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do know what you mean, and that's why I'm fine with doing this for like you know. Yeah. I think but make we, I th- sure like, you're giving your all two years, which you will. So. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, man, it's been going pretty. Like it's it's crazy, man. I like sometimes just like because like we're both like I don't know. I guess I guess most people in the course are too, but like ahead of the curve, right? Yeah. So we're like, you remember when Cody was trying to think of a farm name, and I was like, man, they're all good. Yeah. Yeah, like, because you know you what I mean. Want, because you didn't want anything to just hold him back or stop him from doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even like, even like, some guy came up to me at the farmers market yesterday, and he's like, "Oh, hey, man, the um, you got purple kale?" And like, blah, blah, blah. He's like, "Tell me about like how purple kale might be like better than another different type of kale, like nutritionally." Um, and I was like, um, "I was I'm like, more I think, concerned with I think yields." Well, no, no. I was. I just said to him, "I was like, um." I think that if you're trying to decide between which type of kale is better than the other one, you're probably doing pretty good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's kind of how I feel. Um, like I'm, like I think I could be doing like minorly better, but I still think I'm doing, you know, good. I do too. Like we talk a lot outside of the podcast about. I was joking with Joel. Um, it was like Saturday morning. He was helping me make the salad mix. Um. And we were like saying, we got to figure out a way to, to import Scott's farm for our market. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll just start sending you stuff. We'll just put lots of fossil fuel behind it. It'll be fine. <laughs> I mean, It'll be totally ethical. But whatever. I mean, in reality, like our problems are completely different. But they're like, if we were, oh, yeah. if we were one think- farm, we would have the perfect situation. Oh yeah, or the worst situation. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I, yeah, it yeah, be, that's true. It could be. It could be my market and your production. <laughs> I mean, oh, nothing. Yeah, happening. but my market. I mean, your market and my production would actually be like pretty. I mean, we wouldn't be overproducing. That's for sure. No, but um, but part of the reason why I can grow so well here is because like there's just good conditions for growing. But because there is good conditions for growing, that oversaturates the market just because lots of people that would go to the farmer's market just do it by themselves, man. Well, so something you don't know about Ohio and in the Midwest, and Darby Simpson actually talks about it a lot, like the area that me and Darby are in because we're actually like just east and west of one another. Like You literally would just take a you know a highway for like three and a half hours and you get to where Darby does his markets. Right. Um, we have some of the best soil in the country for the United States. Oh, yeah. You guys were on the Great Plains, right? Yeah. Yeah. So if um, – kind of, yeah. So, like we're – so half of Ohio, yes. The other half is Appalachia. Um, oh. So half of Ohio is completely flat. It's it, When you come here, it will be uh, – I'll, I'll tell you all about it. But anyways, so <laughs> – We'll I have like I have really good soil. Like my house was just abandoned for seven years. Some dudes across the street turned it into a community garden in my backyard, and pretty much it was just weeds when I came here. I mean, it w- that's all it really was. There was weeds, and then some firewood where the um, uh, blacktop is because they used to have bonfires in my backyard, and then they'd have a garden, and it was just weeds. And then the the guy. Went next door, wouldn't spray any chemicals, but you just cut the grass, which is really good for soil. You know what I mean? It's just continuously yep. growing and has cover. And so my soil is really good. Plus, I, you know, I've dumped a bunch of compost and I amend it. So I can produce really good food here. Like it's, it's not, but the thing is here is Ohio is a place where, you know, it was an industrial, it's an industrial state. I mean, it's, it's part of the, it's really is kind of part of the Rust Belt. So, you know, I mean, like my 
my dad worked in a factory and retired. So, I mean, it's very much so like a factory working mindset. So you're not thinking of, oh, I could grow food. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do know what you mean. Come in. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk to you about was, um, so if I got to pay $30 a week for my farmer's market, yeah, when do I bail on that? What's my price point where I'm just like, if I'm not hitting $150, I'm not hitting $200, so I'm not hitting $250. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, What's my price point? point? What should my price point be where, um, for my sales, where I'm going to bail on this shit? I mean, do you have a, do you have a better outlet that can make more money for you than your farmer's market? Like, do you think you would do better? Well, this is the thing, Drew. There's only, there's only, there's only 15 weeks left, say in the season. Yeah. And if I'm only, if I'm doing under a, if I'm doing under a hundred dollars there, that's not like that. Oh, cause like, so this week I made like under a hundred bucks at the farmer's market again. Right. Yeah. It's just a, yeah, it's just, I don't know. But also it's your first year, right? Like, yeah, man. But, um, but so after, so say I made like 80 bucks, right? I just yeah. don't know the, I don't know the actual number. I still got to count on my money, but I think it's around like 80, a hundred bucks. So minus 30, cause I got to pay 30 bucks. Right. Yeah. So that's like 70 bucks. So, why is 70? your market so expensive? By the way, why is my market so expensive? Uh, is like what it ten is? bucks a week? Uh, I don't know. Even like, like a, yeah. email. <laughs> I don't know. What to I tell will. You. I will. I'll pretend like I'm a farmer coming, uh, and I'm like, you're yeah, man. But that's only that's only a thousand no, bucks. I'll, I'll totally like, do that though. I'll email your market guy, and I'll be no, like, uh, my market, my market people are really nice. Um, it's but just, I'll just be like, hey, why is it so expensive? Like, it's not even that good of a market. Oh. um... <laughs> I, everywhere else has been thirty bucks. So is that that's just kind of the standard for where you are, likely because of the same thing that you said. Is a lot of people think they can grow food where you live. Well, yeah, and there's not that many farms at my farmers market. There's only like three. I'm one of them. Yeah, right. Same. For so me. it's not like a it's not like an oversaturation. It's like there's like other people, you know, honey people and yeah. like bread people and like shit. I'm not. There's there's this girl that makes her own dresses at mine. There's like an essential yeah, cool. oil booth. Yeah. Anyways, but like what, what, what do you think what do you later. what do you think my price point should be for like I think if you're making money being there, generating revenue for your business cuz we already talked about you're not paying yourself this season, right? Yeah, but it's a lot of time, man. I have to give up my entire basically some of my earlier in the week and then I have to give up my whole Friday after work and then I have to give up my entire Saturday. To, to so have you made any leads yet for restaurants from this farmer's market? No, I made way more leads from being on Instagram. <laughs> way more. So I, moved, I mean, I ultimately you have to look at your time, right? Like you're really good with spreadsheets and just like Curtis, I mean, Curtis said to me, I think it was the first episode I recorded with him, right? He was saying that, when he was expanding and he had a partner, he had that lot that was not really in the city. And a storm came and wiped out everything. And then he looked at his spreadsheets and he said, most of my revenue isn't even coming from that location anyways. Yeah, man. That's what I'm saying. It's only going to be a thousand bucks right. if I was only. So, so, most, like, so, yeah, man. so, so now what if you were – so do you think – if you spent that time instead of preparing for the farmer's market that, does, that pays dick in reality, um, do you think if you spent that time and you allocated that time to getting more restaurant customers, do you think you could generate more sales through that versus the farmer's market? That's the question you have to ask yourself. I would say 100%, man. Then I think that's what you should do. It's not like like 100 bucks a week is not that much money. And you're always there. You're texting me, and we're making jokes about how much farmer's market sucks, which yeah, that's exactly what we do because you're like, how'd you do? And I was like, oh, I had 31 <laughs> bags of salad, and I sold them all by 10 o'clock. And I sold them all in an hour. So my farmer's market, like I, whatever I have, I sell, right? So for you, though... You, you, most of your revenue is coming from restaurants, and most of my revenue is coming from the farmers market, right? Like I could scale up, but I, I have, well, I have limited space. I get more margins from the farmers market, so at this point, it takes me the same amount of time to harvest and deliver to the restaurant. However, it takes me more time to sell at the farmers market. It's my first year. I'm just going to go there. And then I, and I got a lead from my farmer's market this weekend. I had a guy, he runs a, a, 
uh, a country club in Lancaster, which is a city right next to my farmer's market. And he goes, can you produce volume? And I said, well, it's my first year, but yeah, I, I just got another plot. And he goes, well, we're about to start doing farm to table, so I'll contact you. And he gave me his card and he took my card. So, so you know what I mean? So I'm getting leads. At the same time, I'm selling. I'm building like my brand. Like everybody likes my stuff. People come to me. I had this little kid come up to me this week, and I didn't have my microgreens right. And his dad goes, "What's your favorite vegetable?" And the kid goes, "He's like this little kid, probably like five or six years old. He's like pea shoots." And he smiled at me, all like shy, like a little kid does. <laughs> and I was like, "Dude, that makes this worth it, right?" Yeah. So that like interaction with a little kid, and I had this guy that like made me promise him to save him two bags of salad mix, right? So I hung around the farmer's market for a while because I gave that guy my word, which is more valuable than money. And I said, yeah, I'll save two bags for every week. Then his wife came and got it. And I said, yeah, I was waiting on you guys. And she was like, thank you so much. You're so appreciative. And I said, here's my card. Just text me so I have your number. So if I'm selling out, I can tell you guys and you can come and get this stuff. Yeah, right. So it's, yeah, a, it's I have a, really good I have really good rapport with people at the farmers market too. There's like definitely some people that are coming back and like just stoked that I'm however, doing it. However, you have a buyers club and they could easily come to your farm and get what they're already getting, right? Yeah, that's the other thing too, right? Like maybe so, what if so I just collect like, hundred like at your I, I think I could make market. Yeah, man. I like a hundred dollar farm stand, I think I could do that at my house on right. the weekend. Right, and you could just do it, and you could yeah, and you could cut your produce, and instead of paying thirty dollars a week, just set it up right where people pull in, so people don't have to come to your house. Yeah, man. So yeah. then you don't have to worry about having people invade your privacy. Totally, I know. I think about it. I think like I've been thinking about it more today than. Um, so, what do you have on your website that collects email? Um, uh, oh, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> right. So what did, what, but what did Diego no, and Curtis talk about this week? Right. That was, uh, one, that was the first thing Diego said. Yeah. But like all that shit that they were talking about is good and stuff, but you also got to remember that it's for their context. Like he's just like, uh, like they were ta- also talking about social media streams but, and stuff. But they were still talking about somebody starting up. Like that was oh, the yeah, point of that Yeah. But hold on. But hold on. So like all that shit only matters if you're going to use it. Like if you're just collecting people's emails and you're not fucking sending them out a newsletter, it doesn't fucking matter. But don't you I have, I, 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 okay. I, 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 and I do have a, uh, a email catch on, um, on my, okay. Market. So you do already. Yeah. And you already send out weekly updates for your farm, right? No, <laughs> but you're trying to, right? No. Okay. Okay. So what if instead of that time that you're taking to prepare for the farmer's market, you spend that time to, Send out an email to people that already want to be your customer, which you yeah, already man. have. That's what I'm saying. So I, I don't, I don't think it's a question of if I should do it or not. I'm saying, what's the number? Okay, so yeah, but that's what I'm saying, right? So we already know whether you go there or not. You being there pays for your space at least. Maybe it doesn't pay for your time. However, commit to yourself. Okay, I'm going to do this one more month, and while I'm there. When these people are talking to me and buying to me because I have so few customers, say, hey, would you be open to a farm stand? Oh, I see what you're saying. That's a good idea. I just think that I need to quantify a number so that I can be like, okay. Like just like well, just, I use, think, the, but, just so, use the raw data instead I, of just like instead of using all these other metrics where it's like I agree. Oh yeah, well, like this is good, this is good. You know what I mean? Where if I'm just like, you know what? I didn't make 150 bucks. Yeah, but so I, so I agree I should, with you. But what no, I'm I, saying I, is, I, I I see what you're saying. I should use that time though to filter people to my farm stand. Right. So yeah. you have access to a market. It's right. Not a very good yeah. one, but who, that's a really no. That's a really good idea. Yeah. So whoever already buys from you, you right. already have time to talk to them. Like I don't have time to talk to people. Like I, I was talking to Joel and his brother, and I was like, hey, let's do this thing that I'm not going to talk about yet because it's still an idea. Oh you know God. about it. Secret projects. Well, it's just I don't want to put it out there yet. You know what I mean? I know I know about it. Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna tell I'm not gonna bring it up. I mean, I can if you want me to. I don't care. But okay, so I talked about doing something that would involve online and me collecting emails, and I told Joel we need to start collecting emails, and he's already correct collecting emails for his eggs, which is perfect. So we have a whole list that we can do just off his eggs. Oh, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. So I don't have time to collect emails at the market. 
because everything's quick. Like people. Are- oh yeah, man! But you could just make a. Cl- uh, now that we're talking about this, you could just make a clipboard with like a I like did. a like cells on it. You know what I mean? I did. Then- yeah, I I had a clipboard with an email list and my log, and I have it at every farmer's market, but. I don't talk about it because it's like I'm the only really one there that's engaging people and I have multiple people. So I don't have time to say, hey, fill out an email. I, I, actually, I do have time to say that. I just need to start doing it. Yeah, man. You could just put that. You could make a little sign and just put it on the table. That's, that's, not, a, that's a way collect- better idea. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, um, signs yeah. are good because they talk for you. Totally. That so, is what signs so are no, good. Yeah, that's a great idea. And that's what I need to start doing. But that's what you should be doing now. So you can not do that because the farmer's market we've already established really isn't worth your time for the future. But this season, if you wanted to, you could write it out, collect the emails, and then just build for a farmer's scene or commit an extra month and a month and a half to just collect the emails. Yeah. I don't know. I think – yeah, or put think, it out well, there. Well, no, no, no. I, I like. I'm definitely going there for the next month for sure. Yeah, but there's. I think I definitely got a quantified number where it's. I'm just like, okay, if I'm not hitting 150 bucks a week, because it looks. It looks like the next like month is going to be pretty nice weather because like now we yeah. like, we had a pretty rainy June, but now like um, July, was, August, September are pretty dry. Was this your best week at the farmers market? No, man. No, my first week was my best week. So I did about I did about I did about double in my first week than I did this week. Yeah. So in this, there's nothing going on. It's nice weather. And I was under I was under hundred dollars this week. And people still, park. but people still aren't coming. Yeah. It's just like a like even the I was I was beside this guy. He makes waffles and he has bread and it's awesome because I just go there. But like I had to make like the other thing too, Drew, is that um, I go there and like. I spend money there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I go there and I'm, I buy waffles, right? And I get a coffee on my way there or I'll get ice at the at the gas station before yeah. so that I keep my produce cool. So it's not just the $30. So, it's actually costing me more money, right? And then like is usually it, I is wait. it costing you more money total than what you're getting out of it? No, not yet, but, but I mean, time, but with is. time, oh, with time, it's ridiculous. <laughs> we get it like a dollar an hour, man, and it's totally not worth it. I like even just my week, I'm just like, oh, I'm fucking have to go to this stupid farmer's market. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's just like such a drag, man. And it's just like, it's not winning. Like it's, it's not like going there. It doesn't feel like I'm winning. So going it's, there feels like I'm just grinding my gears. So essentially, or in reality, You've already made the decision. Well, yeah, I just think I need to quantify a number because there isn't but certain. Why? There should be because there should be a certain number where but if it, I it sounds like, like if I was already making, not hitting that number because it sounds like yeah, the number is one hundred and fifty bucks and you're not making that. Uh, that's true, but I kind of feel like I should write it out for the little bit of good weather first. Okay, so write you know it what I mean? Because yeah, I but, don't have to like I don't have any other like I've got time to think about it and kind of because I would like if I'm not gonna. I'm not going to go there. I would at least like to have a new plan. Okay. So, but we have a new plan, right? Yeah. So write it out like you're already going to for the good weather. Collect as many emails. Talk about a farm stand. See if people are interested. And if they're interested, get their emails and start emailing them with your MailChimp account. Yeah. That's a good idea. Boom. I need to send out my fresh sheet. I forgot to do that today. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, I forgot to send out mine, which is nothing. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's all. <I> <laughs> you should tell people that. So, my relationship with my restaurant, like I've known the guy that owns the restaurant since I was seventeen, and him and I, are, we have like, we're not like good friends, but we res- we have good respect for each other, and he's helped me out a lot in the business sense. Like I was sending him, uh, I was sending him invoices. He's like, I have no idea what I'm getting with this invoice. All you show is a product and then a number with a price dump amount with a unit, but I don't know what the unit is. And I was like, thank you. Cause that's pounds. But it really is. Thank you. Like that makes sense. Like you would want to know that you're paying $8 a pound for salad mix. And then you can see units eight. How are you invoicing your shit? Uh, through QuickBooks. Oh, okay. And yeah. So I- an email. Yeah. Oh, well, I do that cause of you. Uh, oh. Cool. I did it custom me too. <laughs> yeah. So, but so, anyways, when I went there, 
I kind of wanted to go there just to talk to him and the chef and just say, yeah, I'm, uh, I've been spending a lot of time with the infrastructure. You guys know it's my first year. Uh, I'm not, I'm not making the most yet. And uh, I appreciate your guys' patience and everything like that. And they're like, no, I mean, there's no pressure. Like, just tell me what I can buy from you and I'll buy it because you're actually helping me and saving me money. But there's no pressure for you. That's what I want you to know. There's no pressure for you. Just tell me in advance so then I can place an order otherwise. And I was mm-hmm. like, perfect. So the last like two weeks, I've been sending him spreadsheets of microgreens. Nothing. Only. And then this week, because I didn't have microgreens, I just sent him an email. Nothing. I don't have anything for you. But it's important that I continue to send him an email just for consistency. Yeah, totally. So... Um, so that's my story. Um, anyways, that was, that was fun, Scott. Um, but yeah, so ultimately I think you should write out what you already planned on, but then have a strategy with writing it out. So, which is what we just discussed. Anyways, what'd you get done this week? I don't know. Lots of stuff. (laughs) That is the point of the show. Do you want to talk about it? I I farmed. Um, I I farmed. I got some stuff ready. I, you know, grew some stuff, cut some stuff. Um, no, man, I was, I had a really very, I was very proud of myself this week um, because I had most of my infrastructure stuff built. Um, I had my most organized week ever, 100%. It was easily my most organized week. <clears throat> um, normally, I'm harvesting on Thursday before I go do my restaurant deliveries, like panicking, like last minute. Like I'll have most of it harvested, but like sometimes I'll do like my microgreens or something in the morning, depending on like how everything went and stuff. Um, but this week I was just on the money, man. I had all my Thursday deliveries harvested by Wednesday and it was great. And like it almost felt like I was forgetting stuff because I didn't have to like run around and panic so much. Like it almost felt like that I was forgetting to do stuff. It was crazy. It was kind of a weird feeling, um, but it was really neat. It was just because I was so friggin' organized, and I had already put in all that other work to yeah. like make all my infrastructure and build all that stuff. So I, like like last like last week, last Friday night, I built like a processing table. But like this this week, this Friday night, I just harvested some stuff and um, bunched up my radishes and. That I forgot. <laughs> uh, yeah, I forgot what my radishes at my house. Do you want to talk about the pricing of your stuff? And the yeah, I think I should yesterday? bring. It, yeah, I think I should bring it down a little bit. Definitely my radishes and turnips and stuff. Um, I think I just misread it or something. I misread something, obviously. But I think that uh, I think that would. I think I don't know. I think that would help a little bit with like volume. sales volume. Yeah, for sure. And then. Um, I kind of like, oh, so last week my goal was to exchange money with someone that I haven't exchanged money with. Yeah. And I it did make that happen. Nice. So, so what did you do? Yeah. Um, nothing, man. I just had already went to that other restaurant like two weeks ago. And then it was, was like the, the sec- uh, your friend's restaurant or was nope. this the one where you nope, talked I to that have- lady and she said, I'm yeah. waiting on you. I was been waiting on you to come in. Yeah. It's that one. And then um, I still haven't been back to that other my friend's restaurant one. I got to go back there. I'll go there this week. That's, that'll be my goal for this week is to go to that restaurant. Nice. But um, but yeah, I uh, no, I went to that other place like two weeks ago, and then it just takes a it just takes a couple of weeks to like if they're gonna like start buying from you to convert them to like a sale. You know what I mean? Like it's not just instant. It's not just like oh yeah, we'll take like pea shoots this week, right? Yeah. And then so, yeah, man. So uh, I sent out my fresh sheet and stuff and she was on it. And like I made sure she like I texted her. It was so funny, man, because I thought before, like I thought it's I just you always think that everything is going to be fucking magic like you do. And I mean, that in the sense that like you're just going to do this one thing and that it's all going to magically happen after that. Like, you know what I mean? Like my fresh sheet comes out on Monday. Get your order in by Wednesday. I'll deliver it on Thursday. It sounds like it's so linear and like ABC, but that's not how it happens, right? It's like my fresh sheet comes out on on Sunday, and then I have to text them a link to it on Monday, and then Tuesday they'll text me an order, maybe, 
And then Wednesday, I got to follow up. You know what I mean? And it's just like, it's just like a lot more work. It's not magic. (laughs) It's funny. But, um, but yeah, man. So, uh, so I got all the way to like Thursday when I was going to do my deliveries and stuff. And, uh, yeah, man, she just, uh, didn't text me back and stuff. And I was too busy to like, um, to kind of like really, Hammer on that relationship, follow I guess. Follow up, yeah. Yeah, yeah, follow up. That's a good Probably you're busy with the farmer's market stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Fucking farmer's market. Um, <laughs> so, no. So, uh, so she texts me on like Thursday and she's like, oh, is it too late to get a pound of radishes or a pound of a pound of radish microgreens? And I said, nope. I actually got them cut now. Being this afternoon, so I went in there and we talked a bit. And I, uh, I was right on the money with um, with my pricing for like my baby red Russian kale. Yeah, like she was already paying eight dollars a pound, and it, it like it really seems uh, that like if I can produce it, that she'll buy it, kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't really have that. Like, like it seems like if we have probably a similar price, that she'll get it from me. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So that's why you want to bring down your prices. Well, on the radishes and turnips, because I was, I know I'm definitely high on them. So do you think but that for my you should just mix, up it well, for, for or lower it for her? Mm, no, I think, um, I think ethically and for, I think for like kind of ethically and for um, just convenience sake that everyone that my restaurant pricing should just be my restaurant pricing. Yeah, you know what you I mean. Make one like, yeah, she's only she's send it yeah, out. she's only giving me fifteen bucks, so I'm not going to give her an extra dollar off on or you know extra dollars off on shit when there's guys that already have hundred dollars standing orders with me. You know what I mean? Like that's that doesn't make sense to me. I should be hammering on. I should be giving those other guys better deals and yeah. not not this new person. Like that's bullshit. Um, no man. So so I was right on the money. She was at eight bucks a pound on the baby red Russian kale. And then she was at for two pounds or sorry, for three pounds of for three pounds of spring mix for lettuce mix, she called it. But for three pounds, she was at eighteen dollars. And so that ends up being like six dollars a pound. Yeah. But it's and, not as good as yours. Yeah, well, maybe. I don't know. I don't know where she's getting it from. She they're getting it from quite a few different suppliers. So I assume they're probably getting pretty good food. They have good food there. Okay. So yeah, they have good ingredients and stuff. Um, she's like, that's why I kind of thought it would be a good sale because um, they're already dealing. Like they're not just dealing with like the one supplier. You know what I mean? Yeah. They were already. She's already dealing with like five suppliers. So to add on another supplier is not really like me. It's not a big deal. Um, but yeah, man, I was. I kind of think that just for my market. Like now that I'm kind of into it, that sorry about that. I dropped my phone. Oh god, <laughs> poor everyone. Um, yeah, I kind of think for a market, maybe I'd be better at like eight bucks a pound. But I don't know. I'm. Mm, I, I don't know. I'm still kind of. Uh, yeah, I think. I think. It would probably, I think that's probably a good idea. Yeah, I. 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 Uh, I agree. I'm selling it at eight bucks a pound to uh, my buddy, but I think I'd sell it more to you know that country club. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, I kind of just want my, like I said before, I kind of just want my prices to be my prices. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's this whole having a business thing and like making decisions, <laughs> it's new. That's, but that's what you need to do, man. I mean, you need to. I mean, like, I'm giving my. I I went with eight bucks a pound because this guy was my friend, and you and I knew he was going to help me out, and he really wanted me to succeed, and I I bring business to his restaurant and. You know, it's it's a mutually beneficial relationship, but I'm not good friends with this this guy with the country club, right? I might yeah. still do it eight bucks a pound, but I mean, if I if if I tell him a number and he says, yeah, that sounds good, then that's what I'll do it for, and I'll still send a a fresh sheet to him and just change it from you know eight bucks to nine bucks or whatever. Yeah, well, that's what I said to this one guy, Mike, that's taking my stuff too. I was like, like man, I was like, am I am I high on my radishes prices? And he's like, well, Dan's giving it to me for like $3 a pound. But yeah, he, he said he's giving it, he said it, that's kind of like a, a discount. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, well, okay. So I didn't seem like that out to lunch on it or whatever, but I was still like, uh, and like, obviously 
I don't know. It's kind of funny because like you're asking this guy what he wants to pay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, obviously, and obviously he wants to. Yeah, he wants to pay nothing, right? I'm just like, but I asked him. I was like, "Are you happy with this?" And he said, "Yeah, he's happy with this." But like, I don't know. I just kind of feel like, yeah, man. I just kind of feel like maybe it was a little high, and well, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if, but if that if you still have sit you hit margins that you're looking for at that price, then it's fine. Yeah, but I don't know my margins on that price. Like, I don't know. Right now, I haven't been keeping track of because most of the inputs are not going to be seed. It's not going to be anything. It's going to be labor, right? Yeah. And I haven't been keeping track of how how long it takes me to plant or so how long it takes me to do then that. Then you need to put a, a so realistically, you need to put a, a dollar an hour rate on your labor like Curtis does. Oh yeah, but at the beginning, everything's going to. And it's really funny because when we were at PB three, um, and Curtis was doing one of his talks, I asked him. Like I put up my hand and asked a question. I was like, "Hey, man, do you think like that's like because he was talking about timing yourself for like doing certain tasks, right?" Yeah. And I was like, "Do you think that's do you think that's valuable in your first year, or do you think you should get your like processes set up first? And he said, "No, man, time yourself because then at least you're gonna try to beat it, right?" Yeah. But um, and I, you know what? Um, I went back home and stuff and. I really thought about timing myself for it and stuff, but man, I just don't have. It's really hard when you have zero systems in place, yeah. Because like the the like figuring out like okay, I need to go and like when I'm going to turn over a bed, say right, yeah. Like you're Curtis get just, better at it, yeah. But the other thing too is that like I'll go out there right now and I'm like okay, there's some mizuna in there that I cut off on Thursday, so now. And this is like, I'm standing over the bed literally thinking about this, right? I'm like, okay, now I need to rip these out of the ground. So I have to go get my stirrup hoe. So I'll go get my stirrup hoe. You know what I mean? And I'll start doing that. But isn't the stirrup co already on that tool cart you have? Oh, yeah. But this is still part of the process, right? Of like doing it. And I'm just like, okay, oh, shit. Now I need to have a bucket because I got all this organic matter there. Right, so yeah. then I'm like, go take another trip back, and then I go get it and put it in there. But then, like, and then you know, and then you go through this whole process of doing this whole turning over the bed or whatever. But then, but then next time I do it, I go out there and I'll take my tool cart, right? Yeah, and then I'll take a bucket with me because I already knew that I had to do that, and I don't have to think between the steps about what I have to do next. I'm just like, boom, stirrup hoe, boom, bucket. You know what I mean? And it's just like so much faster. So I think getting those systems in place first and then timing it is yeah. like a little bit better of a system. But I think I should time it. But um, I just uh, <laughs> the other thing I didn't want to quantify how much um, time I was spending on my farm this year because you also already said that <laughs> you stare at the mountains, play on Facebook, and then you're oh yeah, time to work again. Let's do that. Um, yeah, man, it's like it's just like uh. No, I didn't really want to quantify it because I like I would just get too lost. It's the wrong metric to track, right? For it's not right like I'm now, yeah, because you're still yeah, so early in it. Yeah, and I know that I'm going to be spending a lot of time on my farm this year. It's just um, like like even you said before, you're like, oh, well, like how much did you make an hour about something? You know what I mean? Yeah. Before about something, and then I'm just like, I don't think that's the important one, man. Yeah, because. I got to calculate, okay, how long did it take me to seed it? How long did it take me to weed it? How long did it take me to do this yeah, everything. and that? Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I agree with you. I mean, I'm in the same um, school of thought. However, I think the point of Curtis saying that goes back to when Curtis said to me, um, that's fine if 36-inch beds work for you and Joel, but what about when you start to get employees? Yeah. Are they, is 36 beds going to be easy for them to straddle? So it's kind of just forward thinking, like have it in the yeah. back of your mind that, okay, this is taking a long thing, time now, but I was actually, I was thinking, I was thinking about your 36 beds today. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I just explained to them that this is, this is like how it is. And the actual input costs of, of money are not that high. It's going to be like your ability to make money and this is all going to be in labor. So the more efficient you can be, and I'm just like, blah, blah, blah. It's all, everything's standardized for 30-inch beds. 
So, like, my prod fork is 30 inches, right? It's, 20, it's 27 inches. Sorry, but it's going to work for that 30-inch bed. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then that landscape rake works to do everything in one pass. And that greens harvester works to do everything in two cuts. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then I was just thinking about yours, and I was just like, yeah, like, I guess Drew would have to do, like, two and a half cuts on his on his bed. With the greens har- Yeah, but yeah, yeah. but here's the thing, though. So the landscape rake is 36 inches. The tarps are 36 inches. And so that was kind of the idea um, behind it. And also, it just kind of happened on accident. Like, I forgot when he asked me how big is that landscape fabric, and I said, I think it's 30 inches. He goes, no, the green lines represent 12 inches, and you have two green lines, so there's you know, a foot in between, like from the edge to each green line. And I was like, oh, well, I feel like a jackass and an idiot. But it was just good to to think about because it's easy to think in your head already, well, this is how big this is. Like you already said, yeah, the broad fork's 27 inches. And I was like, well, it's actually th- or 30 inches. And I said, well, it's actually 27 I think any anywhere in that range is fine, but I think the most important thing is like what Curtis said to me was, "Can you comfortably straddle that bed?" Yeah. So, um. Anyways, I don't know where I was going with that, but I think you know, I I think, but I I 100% agree with you. It's all it's about systemizing it. So as long as it's all consistent, it doesn't really matter. Like the you know the walkways are 12 uh, inches. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. There's uh, yeah. There's kind of. With like, and you should be able to decide how big your beds are a little bit, like within reason. You know, what I mean, they were to be six inches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, like in the future, I'll probably do thirty inches because then I, like, uh, when you go when you go to more beds. Yeah, and then if right? I need more help, so okay. So one thing, I was talking to uh, Benton to promote the, which we haven't even promoted yet. The regenerative agriculture conference coming up in September. Um, with Jack Spearco and Curtis Stone and uh, the the chicken guy, Brad Davies and uh, the soil guy, and uh, you just were called again. Are you there? Yeah. Did it uh, hang up on yours? Yeah. I just kind of reset real quick. Um, yeah, yeah. I could I could hear you dropping up. Okay. Cool. So, but um. Anyways, it should be a great event. It's in Colorado, so Scott and I are going to be there, and uh, Scott's Scott's uh, Scott's going to be there. He's pretending like he doesn't know, but he's going to be there, motherfucker. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Anyways, so it's uh, yeah, going to be. I just uh, said I'll go to that as long as uh, I don't have to make any choices for all my farm because I think I might sell farmers markets then. Yeah. But maybe I'm not going to be going to a middle farmers <laughs> yeah. market. <laughs> Yeah, so, so anyway, Scott and I will be there. But anyways, I was talking to Benton because Benton's pretty much um, – he's not in the course, but you know he's read Curtis's book. And he's pretty much following Curtis's and you know same thing we're doing, Curtis, Curtis and JM style. And But Benton's main source of income right now is microgreens. And, uh, and he was talking about different colored microgreens and everything like that. And – so one thing that I said, because it's really easy to do, it's a good way to where if you're like Scott and you don't have space to scalp your microgreens, you could grow pea shoots in the dark and not only is it do they grow well but and they still yield the same, but then you have a different color. And people really are attracted to the different colors. Yeah, I agree with that. Except uh, if you're only giving a hundred dollars at the farmers market, it doesn't really matter how many colors you fucking have. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, that's kind of where I'm at. I'm kind of miserable today. No, I'm not miserable. I'm not. I'm not mad. I'm just like uh, that's kind of where I'm at, though. You know what I mean? I'm just like, there's no point in like doing all these strategies and shit to to not go make money, right? Yeah. Like I don't I don't think I'm having trouble converting people when they do come by. I just there's just not people. <laughs> but I mean <laughs> like, even for so but even like for restaurants, like give them a sample yeah. of the golden pea shoots and see what they think. Yeah, totally. I'm just not maxed out of my restaurants with my micro greens yet though. Yeah. Because like I have like this week actually I sold 
all of my microgreens. I sold them all. Yeah, that's I, pretty good. Uh, yeah, it was really good. I sold most of them to restaurants, and then I sold the rest. I made it up at farmer's market. So you, uh, so you did max out this week? On microgreens. Yeah, so you could scale up and just do golden peas. Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of... Well, yeah, and that's kind of how I could do regular pea shoots, probably though. You know what I mean? Because uh, I still like the only reason that I can't scale the microgreens is because I had um, some salanova starts ready to go. Yeah. But now I'm gonna plant out those today. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna plant out those this week. But um, I'm gonna plant out those couple maybe a couple beds tonight still, depending on what happens. But a couple of those beds tonight and do that. I didn't really do that much today, man. Um, it's too hot. I didn't. I did a lot of. Uh, actually, should I talk about what I what I got done on the farm this week or got started? Oh no one cares. Yeah, no one cares. <laughs> Keep going, Scott. Okay. So I was. Yeah, you can talk. <laughs> so, uh, so this week, um, a guy that I work with, he's a pretty, uh, he's pretty good with woodworking or carpentry, um, kind of like Scott. And no, no, he's not Scott. You guys said it last week. Yeah, yeah, he's he's not Scott. But anyways, so him and I went to the hardware store and we got all the wood and he's building the washing and drying station for me. Super excited to do it, doing it for free. All I have to do is buy the material. So I did that today. I, I actually yesterday him and I helped helped uh, my boss move because we work together and we're we're our boss is She's been pretty good, both of us. She's not his boss anymore, but that's not really important. That's a true sample story. So anyways, um, so he's building that. So that should be done by Tuesday. I'll have a washing and drying station, which I'm super excited about. I got the fans and everything. Keith, uh, Joel's dad, he finished the walk-in cooler today. So all I need to do is have the insulation guys come and spray. Oh, snap. Way to be, Keith. Yeah, so Keith... Uh, He's funny. Him and I went. Does, it was, it does, was hot does, as balls. Does, does Keith too. listen to our? Does Keith listen to our podcast? No, Keith doesn't. Does, but Keith, he, doesn't, uh, he, he doesn't know what an iPhone is. Keith, yeah, he has an Android phone. But he today oh. he was telling me he's like, I hate any machine that's smarter than me. Oh, my dad doesn't have a cell phone. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't have a cell phone. Like he was on the Googles today trying yeah. to figure out. I, he was trying to like look up maps, and he like the lake that they have like a cabin in the lake, right? And it's called Peterson Lake. So he types it in on Google. And uh, it fucking comes up, but there's like obviously a million Peterson lakes, right? And so it comes up, and he's just like, "Whoa, look at all these Peterson lakes!" And he was like so jacked up that there was like tons of Peterson lakes. And I was like, "Oh, oh, dad!" <laughs> I was like, "Here, look, Google Maps." <laughs> I was like, "This is what you're looking for, buddy." Sorry, got derailed. Laughing at my no, you're fine. I derailed myself because what I was actually going to talk about when we were systemizing things until Skype kind of interrupted it. Uh, is that Benton has somebody that comes and works on his farm for free, and he calls him an intern. And I had a guy that hit me up today and was like, hey, like I know the guy. He's a good dude. And I used to work with him at a, a different job. And he said, hey, my girlfriend and I would love to come out and help you. And I'm like, awesome. So, um, Scott, you should yeah, uh, see who wants to help you. Yeah. Because you can practice um, for employees. That's the whole thing. Maybe just pay them in food. Kind of. I think you need to have... Um, I think that if... Like... We need to have profitable businesses, man. We need to have profitable businesses. We have for, profitable businesses. No, we don't. I have, I'm 15.5 into my business. And yeah, I haven't made that back money. Yeah, but that doesn't... It takes, yeah. it takes the yeah, average business three no, years to, be co- to go in the... Yeah, but I don't give a fuck about average businesses. <laughs> I, I know you don't, know, but realistically, though, you're, no, man, you're actually fine. You have a business that you could sell in reality because it's yeah, generating man, it an income. You have cash it flow. It looks like I'm on the way to being profitable, but I'm not profitable yet. You know what I mean? But like I've got 15 five into this business, and I'm only at like $3,700 in sales right now. But that's like most that's, businesses. That's the point. Like you, Yeah, but most businesses fucking suck. Most businesses suck? Are you still there? Most businesses, yeah. Are you still there? I heard yeah. drop out too. Yeah, okay. Um, keep going. Yeah, most businesses suck, man. For real, though. They do. They fucking suck. And like, like, um, even when we were talking about me and you were talking the other day and you kind of said to me, you're like, oh yeah, I'm kind of like realizing about, you said to me, you said you're kind of realizing about me that like, I don't 
everything like half ass. Like I just I'm all in. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like totally, man. And like when I go out, like I go put on business. Or like if I'm drinking, I'm drinking. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like I'm getting drunk. Or like if we're if we're gonna go camping, like let's just go camping. Let's leave our cell phones, let's do everything. I mean, like I'm just like totally into whatever I'm doing and stuff. And um, I kind of lost where I was going with that. Well, you were you were misdirecting the conversation because you're still not. You have a profitable business. Oh, it's on no, its but way it's to being profitable. No, but on its way to being profitable, it's not profitable. Um, you know what I mean? But not necessarily, no, man. man. You have three no. years typically to make a business profitable. Yeah, I'm not saying that. I'm not. I'm not saying that it's not you. You're cutting out, dude. Fucking Skype. Hold on. It's working now? It's working. So, all right. So, you're not saying that your business isn't profitable. What are you saying? It's uh, it's not profitable yet, man. Yeah, but it's not going to happen overnight, Scott. uh, No, it's not going to happen overnight, but you still have to be realistic about when it does start to make money. Well, I agree, but all right. So, let's look at you and MMA, right? Like, how long did it take you to lose weight? Uh, Like three years, probably. Okay. Two, two, three years. All right. So how's that different than this business and everything we just it's, said? It's not. Yeah. It's not. But you're just telling me that I like already have a successful business. That's what it sounds like that you're telling me. I'm not saying that, rest on your laurels. But I'm, I'm telling you, you do. No, you have your business. No, 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 no. no. I, yeah, that, that is correct. That's the correct wording. I have a business that's on its way to being successful. I mean, it's I not like you spend I don't have money. a I don't have a successful business yet though. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of you funny. Don't have man. A, you don't have everybody a, Yeah, I get what you're saying. I mean, it's it's kind of um Oh man, but that's a very that's a really important It's a no, it's not semantics. That's a really important distinction because there's a lot of people that are going to be like waiting there and they're going to be like, "Okay, well, like like tomorrow another day it's just around the corner you know what i mean um like that big money payday is just around the corner it's just around the corner it's just around the corner it's gonna happen like it's gonna happen tomorrow. It's, but your business is paying for itself at this point me. is your business paying for itself yeah i'm gonna yeah i think last week was the last week i'm gonna put money into it okay so, so i mean if it's paying for itself then I mean, it's different than saying, okay, I've put fifteen five into this and I'm getting zero sales a week or getting $10 a week. Like, that's totally different. Um, kind of, man. How much, but, how, but on average, how much have you been making extra a week? Okay, as you were saying about the business, like, it, it's paying for itself. I said, how much money a week are you making? Right, but um, that doesn't really matter because I'm not taking any that money out of my business. Like it's not like I'm making five hundred dollars that I get to keep. Yeah, you know but, what I mean. But it takes time. Like that's the whole point. Oh, you're- I'm yeah. I'm not. I'm not doubting that. I'm just kind of debating the. I guess like, I don't know. I'm debating you on the merit of like that. I have a profitable business or that like it's working really well. Like when I think my business is going to be working really well is when I don't have to work another job. No, and I, I 100% that's, agree with that's, you. That's my, that's my goal. Like but for you know a part-time mean? business. Yeah, it's, but it's not, a, it's not a part-time business. It's a transition business, right? Yeah. Isn't that true. what, uh, what's his face calls it? Uh, Jim Rome. Part-time transition. Yeah. So it's a, it's a transition business, right? Like, but people, I'm making like, part-time on my fortune. Totally right, but like people say to me, like they're like, "Oh, well, it's good for like a hobby farm or some shit." And like, no, it's not a hobby there's not, farm. There's not very, there's not very much shit that I get offended about, but like I do get offended by that. I'm like, this is not a, this is not a hobby. This is not a, like this is this is a for profit business. Yeah, but people don't think the way we think. Otherwise, everyone would be doing this. Everybody would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. That is very true. So we're almost at an hour, man. No, we haven't even talked about nothing. <laughs> We've talked about a lot, actually. It was really good content there. About yeah. uh, what did you what did you do this week? Yeah. So, um, like I said, I mean, uh, I you know the, I'm ready to transplant. So Joel's going to come over Tuesday. Um, we're going to mend the soil. Uh, there's a spot that sells mushroom compost for really cheap. Um, I think it's like eight bucks a pound or something like that. 
So I'm going to buy a bunch of mushroom pot compost. I'm going to turn over the Mizuna bed because it was already starting to go to seed. Uh, I have one bed that – because the beds, I, we just tilled in those new beds. Uh, we didn't really amend the soil at all. Um, yeah, I did that too. Before. And so it's not it's not really yielding as well um, as the other ones that I've been working on for you know for over a year. Um, so I haven't you know I haven't put a ton of organic matter into it. So we're gonna do that on Tuesday. Um, I got I mainly did a lot to get this infrastructure finished. So the infrastructure is almost almost done. Um, other than that, I mean, I didn't do I didn't do a ton on the farm aspect. I weeded and I, I took some mental, just kind of took some inventory, thinking about what I need to do next. Um, and, stop being a bitch, number one. Yeah, and stop <laughs> being a bitch. Uh, I did do uh, I did do DDP yoga, so I, I started okay. that. I got the first week done of the second phase of DDP yoga. Um, my, my little kittens, they're looking good, cuter than Scott's kittens. That's not true. That's a hundred percent true. And they're way cooler. Your incest kittens are gross. No, dude, they have way, terrible personalities. They're way cooler. No, and, uh, that's not true. Mine just learned to walk like in the last couple of days. Yeah, and it's like so funny. I know mine are like a week old. They're starting to climb on the furniture oh, um, yeah. that I have in here. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, I did some, uh, you know, I got stuff kind of more organized. Um, That's good. But yeah, I mean, like things are things are coming along. I mean, mainly the infrastructure is almost completed. Cool. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm actually gonna. I talked to Joel today about. Uh, I'm gonna try to get a lot done during the week. Next week's Fourth of July, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go out of town and go camping um, Saturday. No, next week's Canada Day. So you guys have Canada Day too on the Fourth oh. of July. No, we, no. Well, everyone has a place. Uh, everyone has a Fourth of July, Drew. No, some, no, no. But like, you some know, people just don't we celebrate. Talking about earlier, how we have yeah, no. similar. Oh wait, wait, wait. I kind of feel like I should fuck with you right now. Yes, no. Canada has its own Independence Day on Fourth of July. <laughs> yeah. No, but you said uh, no. We're Day July. We're week. July first. We're July first, and we're July fourth. So it's the same. Yeah. Like, so you have same a three day weekend as well. Yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> so are you going to have a four-day weekend then? Because you only nah, work for four nah. days? Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I didn't really, I didn't even know like I had it off, right? Yeah. Most of the time, if it's a long weekend, I'll just work that day anyways because I just thought I was going to go to work anyways. I could probably use the money. <laughs> um, um, yeah, man. Um, last week I was kind of talking about how I got like derailed a little bit with my diet and stuff, and um, yeah, I never really, I didn't really adjust that much back to regular. Still didn't feel that good. Last night I went out and uh, went out with my friend Tanya, and we went to the bar and just got drunk. It was kind of actually nice having like a. It was like my first day off, man. Yeah, since, like, you need to take since I went back from PV three. Yeah, man. Balance though. I yeah, think. it was good. It was good. And then like this morning, this morning my friend uh my friend Jenny and Mike had a baby. So they had like a a baby shower type barbecue thing. And so this morning I went there today. And that was like that was really cool because I went there. Like I woke up really early and then I went there at like ten o'clock, right? Yeah. And uh it was really nice because no one else was there, so I got to hold the baby for like an hour. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then I just took them all my leftover stuff from the farmer's market. That's um cool. Yeah, so it was like it was neat. I hope people remember to take stuff. But yeah, man, it was cool. It was just like it was kinda of just nice um just connecting with people again, right? And yeah, that feels good. You gotta do it, man. It's good. Everything but yeah, man, you need um, is in that loose network of people. Yeah, totally. But I just yeah, I kind of like, I don't know. I'm ready to get back on track. Even today, I was thinking about that. Like, I didn't, I had the whole day off, and like, I could have done, I could have done, like, I had so many plans for what I wanted to do today. Yeah. And, and I didn't do nothing. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I should have. There was only have a, Keep going. Yeah. I should have a microphone soaked last night. I should have been to the bar. <laughs> yeah, you should have had him soaked, but uh, yeah, you went to the bar. You're kind of breaking up again. My apologies. Um, Still breaking up? A little bit. I didn't leave myself a note or anything, though. Yeah. And then so I didn't know that, like, yeah, so I just went out and I was like, oh, I don't fucking worry about anything. And then I woke up this morning and I was like, woke up in my bed and I was just like, 
Oh no! <laughs> yeah, but I now you know. Like, so- if you're gonna go out and have fun, you need to make sure you handle stuff first. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So yeah. It- I still need to get the trays washed from microgreens. Um, oh my god! I know, man. I gotta. <laughs> so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna just load them up in my truck and I'm gonna take them to a car wash on my lunch break. Chris is like pissed right now. Who's who's just, pissed? Chris. Chris oh, Chris Throw. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, you like, motherfucker, he's Drew. He's like, he's like that is not food taste at all. Yeah. No, <laughs> I mean, that like that's, I can. That's disgusting. Get <laughs> some bleach on that bad boy. Fucking clean no, it up. No, I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna bring uh, like a bucket and stuff too. But it's just gonna be easier to wash it there than at my house. Because okay. I don't really want bleach going around my uh, my backyard personally, without like the washing station to catch the water. Um, so that's something that's been like I was thinking about it today when I was driving around town because you know my my uh, washing table and um, drying rack are being built on the complete opposite side of town as so the uh, walk-in cooler. So I, did, I I spent a lot of time driving today. So I was thinking about while I was driving and it was it's really hot right now. Um, it was like in the nineties today. So that's uh, what is that like thirty something Celsius? So. Um, that's how that's how my chemistry teacher would say it. that's the proper Celsius. Um, so, anyways, what do you get going to get done next week? Kill it! You're gonna kill it. Uh, no man, I'm uh, just keep on trucking. Uh, I think I'm gonna try to go to a new restaurant this week. Okay. And, uh, oh, I also went to a new restaurant last week. Okay. Um, a bar that I thought might take my stuff. Is it like a craft? Do you guys have craft breweries there? We do have craft breweries. This one's actually pretty funny. I went to uh, high school as a kid. Yeah. That like the like it was his dad that has the bar, right? And uh, long story short, he ended up punching me in the face one time, and we both got like suspended for a couple of days. Um, and yeah, now he might buy produce off of me. <laughs> so, he doesn't uh, want to punch you in the face now that you're an MMA fighter or ex-MMA fighter. Yeah, he's still quite a bit bigger than me. <laughs> you, could, uh, you could choke him out. Uh, I don't know. Don't hurt me, Tom. Uh, <laughs> no, no, man. Uh, pretty funny, but uh, no. Uh, so they got a bar. So yeah. So we just talked about bringing the spring mix. I brought my stuff in there. So I'll follow up with him this week. That's one of my goals. And my other goal is to go to that other one that my friend worked at. My other friend, um, and go meet the new chef there. And then, um, yeah, man. I think that's pretty much it. Just get a bunch of shit planted. That's it. I need to nice. plant this week. That's what I need to do. Yeah. And, I- like, just because of how organized I was last week, I really feel like just a lot less stress this week. You know what I mean? That's good. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Joel and I this week we're gonna he's gonna help me, and I'm gonna get all that lettuce planted here. Um, my jalapenos are starting to, or my peppers are starting to fruit in the hoop house. But yeah, you said jalapenos. You, you said jalapenos, but I think you meant jalapenos. Purple jalapenos, and I also had Thanks. a uh, Ethiopian brown pepper. Etheropian. Etheropian. Ether, like, like with JC and Nas, man, they're, they're fucking battling, yo. And uh, no, I'm just teasing. Anyways, so that's our goals for next week. Um, everybody, you ready to wrap this up? Yeah, I'm tired. I'm yeah, tired. We're, at, we're at an hour. We're over an hour. So <laughs> screw it. Anyways, uh, go to fundraiser. Dot com razor spelled like the crappy motorola phone r z r a z r forward slash regenerative agriculture um or if you just actually search uh google actually google search that weird spelling of fundraiser regenerative agriculture or just click at the in on the link in the show notes you guys can go there and you can book your ticket one thing that people need to remember with crowdsourcing you don't pay unless it unless it actually happens. So Scott reminded me when he was doing his uh, Kickstarter, and I was like, "Oh well, yeah, then I'm going to go ahead and commit to doing this." And that's what we did. Uh, Benton reminded me after the podcast the same thing, so I went ahead and got my ticket. Um, so guys, go there and reserve your tickets. Also, if you want to get trees, 
I went to newfarmsupply.com. They still have a few varieties of apples and pawpaw trees and everything like that. Remember, you get 20% off when you use code word sample. And at the very bottom of this podcast in the show notes, you will see click to save $100 off the Profitable Urban Farming course, which this is the accountability podcast of. That's how Scott know each and I know each other. So if you guys want to join the group chat, which I highly recommend, there's lots and lots of great um, information in there. And also, um, you know, it's it's a good network, man. It's it's really good. It's really rewarding. Everybody's super positive. So check that out, guys, if you're interested. Um, one more thing, because I did get a contribution um, on the podcast. Our buddy Nick from PV3. I can't pronounce Nick's last name, but... He uh, made a contribution to the podcast. There is a link in the show notes if you want to support the podcast because I do spend quite a bit of time editing and everything. I know it doesn't sound like it, but I do. Um, So, guys, go ahead and do that. In the meantime, go ahead and follow on Twitter and Instagram at Flavorful Farm, spelled goofy. Go to the Facebook page and like it. Also, go to samplehour.com or like the Sample Hour on Facebook. Um, Follow at I'm at your sample on Twitter, at your sample on Instagram. And then you can also follow my business, which has one post, which is at <laughs> Capital City Gardens. That's a lot I'm there, a, Scott. Because, uh, What'd you say? The good news is, is that yeah, we so can't much. hear Scott right now because of Skype. So <laughs> I'm just, all right, go ahead, Scott. Try again. Uh, um, there we go. <laughs> You gave him a lot of stuff to do. I did, but the nice thing is that they can just hit rewind. They can also they can always hit rewind, Scott, and listen to it. Stop, stop. People don't stop. hear what you say, Scott. They hear what you keep saying. Um, well, that's true. Except they also just need clear, concise instructions. I gave them. I gave it to yeah, them. Yeah, except you have like four Instagram accounts. Well, guess what? I have two seven, Instagram accounts. Seven, seven, 14, 15. I have, okay, enough, enough, Scott. And No, I'm just teasing. Yeah, I know. I'm going to figure that out. Anyways, thanks for listening again, guys. We'll talk to Long you again. Sure. Follow me on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks again for tuning in.